Hey everybody, welcome to uh, a little quick episode of the Sloppy Manwich podcast. I just wanted to check in, it had been a couple weeks since I'd done so, been a busy few weeks, uh, both at work, at home, and uh, the side position at the uh, Mind, Body, Spirit Magic Shop. <clears throat> We're opening up the next few Saturdays, because the last few Saturdays of the month fall close to the holidays, so we figured we'd open up, you know, a few extra days this <clears throat> just to give people a chance to stop in and shop for whatever you need for your Yule season. Uh, speaking of that, next weekend I'm hoping to uh, have another sit down with Allison and uh, anybody else we can bring in, kind of talk about the winter solstice, uh, discuss anything we can to help out anyone that wants to learn a little bit about it. I learned basically everything I know from Allison. So great teacher and vast knowledge about the subject and anything you need to know. <clears throat> it's actually last year is uh, about this time is whenever I met her and uh, we talked about it quite a bit and she had a giveaway for a Yule log or Yule basket actually uh, put together a little Facebook contest. It was pretty fun. Let's see. Um, little update on anything is what's new around here. My wife, Ashley, uh, decided, or we decided a long time ago that she was going to take her, um, of the front room of our house and turning into her office for her business, uh, make it look all professional, which is, you know, really great. I think, cause you know, whenever you visit like insurance or doctors or any kind of like, a professional who has an office that's not in an office building, but in a house, you're always kind of, you look around like, man, they came up with this idea. And now my wife's doing our front, our front room. Uh, right now everything was gutted and she did all the painting. And today or this weekend was laying down the flooring, which um, I guess one way to say it, she, she actually did most of the, the hammering and everything and laying out. Cause all I did was the holding and cutting and helped out and carrying things. <clears throat> And uh, it reminded me whenever I was told, whenever I mentioned her, like, oh, no, all I did was the holding and cutting was a joke that uh, me and the other two guys from this podcast used to have as a, uh, anytime somebody unexpected comes to your house, you just show up to them and present like a very, I would say, satanic vibe about yourself and just look at it and be like, are you holding or cutting? And it was a running joke. And well, we all laughed then. And I'm sure they'll remember the joke, but, you know, I, we still think it's funny. Um, other than that, they're still down to one microphone for this podcast because I haven't gotten around to buying a mixer yet. Still doing my research, um, to see how I want to do it to where we can actually get more than one person, uh, to come out clear whenever we do this as clear as we possibly can. Cause <clears throat> we all know that still struggling with that. It's the sloppy part of this podcast. You could say is the beginnings and really no format going forward uh we still have half a episode of back issues to record still over the dark phoenix saga matt and myself <laughs> haven't had a chance to get the guys together just because like every weekend's kind of spoken for and being on third shift my time and my sleep are kind of messed up and you got to squeeze a little bit more all your activities into a little bit more time than you actually have we might uh looking to do in a couple like remote uh, over the phone podcast recordings. Um, hopefully here soon 
find a free weekend, possibly around the holidays. Um, they both have families and kids and everything. <clears throat> so it gets a little bit busier and tighter schedule for them. So we make time when we can. Uh, went to uh, went to work today at the shop. And first thing I heard was that someone, uh, one of the ladies came up to me and said that we were hilarious. <clears throat> and I'll admit, I already said this to Mike earlier. It was kind of strange to hear that someone else is listening to our podcast that wasn't us. You know, because so far, you know, when you check your analytics online, it's like three listeners and you know exactly who they are. They're us, you know, just checking over our work. But whenever you hear someone come up to you and say that, it's, it was kind of, it was, I don't say strange, but like, you know, local rock star feeling, you know, over one person. And then Allison was saying that she's making her way through our episodes. It's just a really, it's a really unique and fun feeling and, sharing it with the guys that, you know, Hey, we have a couple fans out there. Apparently we have at least three. <clears throat> um, I guess I don't really have any kind of new updates on things that are interesting at all, except for we got our quote unquote Christmas bonus at work and took some of that and went to Sam's club and bought some supplies, dropped them off at the uh, animal shelter for a donation. They know what well, we know they need it. Everybody, <clears throat> Everybody knows something that could use a donation right now. Um, picked up a couple things while we were out. Went to the local toy shop and comic book store and bought myself a couple issues of the mashup of Stranger Things and Dungeons and Dragons. Something I'm really looking forward to diving into when I get a chance. Uh, Transformers comics. Picked myself up a Star Wars Black Series Boba Fett 40th Anniversary Empire Strikes Back figure. Um, <clears throat> yep, oh, Boba Fett. It was like one of those characters. He was one of the most popular characters for really no reason. <laughs> the entire, anyone that's a Star Wars fan knows that you follow it. And it's like, really, he really didn't have much of a role. I mean, he, he looked cool. And that was about it. And now they're basing his popularity really off of, <clears throat> you know, they made a history of him and his dad, Django, the whole Mandalorian thing. Uh, came to came to light in the Clone Wars, and then now it's probably the one franchise that's holding the Star Wars universe together. Uh, the most popular entertainment <clears throat> outlet that I'm I'm hearing right now, and he, spoiler alert, did come back for Mandalorian. <clears throat> uh, another little side story that involves, uh, uh, I guess Maddie would know about this. Mike might know about it. Uh, Boba Fett was way back when they uh, were doing the re-release of the movies and the toy line was building up again, I uh, I bought the 12-inch figure of Boba Fett, and he was in my living room. And being a bachelor, my living room was pretty much chaos. You know, there was no order to it. It was just no real furniture or anything, you know, nightstands, a couch, TV, entertainment center. But I always had my Boba Fett standing there. And then <clears throat> family member... Uh, was going through a rough time and they moved in and it slowly kind of started looking like a craft show in our house when it, it wasn't my house, but you know, it was my grandparents' old house. But, uh, when they moved in, like they were moving in their furniture and it was very live, laugh, love before there was a thing kind of a vibe going on. And I was slowly moving all of my stuff up to my spare room in my bedroom. And the one thing that actually stood its ground in that entire living room the whole time was my Boba Fett figure. So, and I still have that to this day. That was the one thing that I 
it's right up there with my Steve Rogers two pack that will always be in my possession. Probably get buried with it. I don't know. I'm enjoying a uh, candy cane milk stout tonight. I really found these things about a month ago in a local uh, market shop and probably went through a couple cases of them already. They're just really good. It's a unique, uh, unique <clears throat> beer. And it's one of my things to, one of my go-tos to drink whenever I'm uh, podcasting. So uh, on top of the uh, audio upgrade, hopefully soon, the format, at the beginning of the year, I'm going to start uh, reading out of a book that I got, <clears throat> The 365 Days of Hoodoo by Stephanie Rose Bird. And uh, at the beginning of the, in the book, it doesn't say you have to follow this exactly, but uh, it recommends that you start this on January 1st. And I mean, obviously, if you get this in May or something, you want to start as soon as possible. And that's what it is, is every day is a new lesson, a new thing to follow. And uh, I believe anytime I do like a midweek update and find a flow of things, I'll probably recount what I've done that week, what I've learned to try, what I feel like, I guess, sharing, because you don't want to put everything out there. You never know what kind of intentions will come back to it. Because, well, not everybody has the same intentions you do. Um, <clears throat> I definitely look forward to that. Daily root work, mojo, and conjuration. Um, I can't really think of anything else. This is just a short little update. I realize that it's been a while since I sat down and talked to anybody about this. Uh, nothing really new. Still building on my Ego Moss or Eagle Moss Ecto-1 uh, car that they send out a kit whenever they feel like it. Apparently I've been following a couple of groups on Facebook and, uh, they say that don't get, uh, say don't get, um, impatient with it because it could be up to months before you see a new kit. Um, and I only have, well, the hood of the car and really the grill right now. I haven't even put the grill together cause I kind of want to keep it to where I have a spare kit sitting around if I get too antsy and I want to build one. But uh, so far, it was it's been a little fun build, a little construction, a lot more uh, intricate than the uh, Lego. Obviously, I mean the Lego was awesome; it was fun. It's a gigantic car. This is coming in at almost three feet long, and uh, over the span of well two years. But with their delays, it could be anywhere. Who knows if it'll actually get finished? You know, <laughs> just how long it takes for them to send out product. Um, and, uh, back to, uh, picking up my black series, star Wars figure. Uh, I've been uh, listening to that. Yes. Have some podcast and, uh, interacting with them on their chats once in a while and part of their Facebook group. And they've talked to me into starting to collect them again. Um, for it wasn't black Friday. It was the following week, like the cyber week, whatever they called it. Uh, GameStop had a great deal on a lot of figures, so I picked up my, uh, I picked up a Django Fett. Um, what else did I get? The, the Endor, Han Solo and Luke and Leia. And there was another one in there and I can't quite, oh, the Darth Vader from The Empire Strikes Back, the 40th anniversary. So have all them coming. I really wish they had more uh, of the spirit figures because I'd like to take pictures, you know, pose these up because, you know, collecting toys is one thing, but, you know, posing them and however you can uh, 
come up with scenes or whatever. <clears throat> I would really like to have a a scene of Darth Vader pointing the finger with uh, the same scale Ghostbusters behind them shooting at a uh, Obi Wan uh, Force spirit. I think that would be a funny little picture to take and scene to set up. Um, well, we have uh, holidays coming up, and with this year, they really don't feel like the holidays. I know people are trying to make the most of them as much as they can, but they, uh, you know, they're going to fall short, obviously, if they can. Hoping everybody's still staying, staying safe. Um, say we recently found out that another guy from our old, my old job passed away Friday morning from COVID. And uh, it just kind of makes me remember back when this first hit, you know, we heard about like one case of my current job where someone got it at the other building. And it was just like, that's when it's more real, I guess, you know, it's when it's in your face like that. And then obviously as time passed, people know people uh, that got it. And unfortunately more of us are finding people we know that are passing away from it. Um, hopefully this vaccine that's coming out soon is the answer and we can slowly start to get back to uh, a regular life as we can. Um, I, uh, recently set up a, a Facebook page for the, for the podcast. I guess I don't really <clears throat> know how to do all the sharing and stuff. I'm still trying to work my way through that. Um, I invited some friends, some select friends <clears throat> that I wanted to get on there and have them listen to our episodes, uh, get their feedback. Cause you want to hear people that there's certain people you want to hear from and others you really don't, you know, want to get involved with it. Um, I just wouldn't mind getting some feedback from some people, some questions, some advice, some edits, anything you can. We're still kind of scrambling to find our footing as far as timing and everything goes. And as we get to know the system a little bit better and how everything works, I think uh, we'll get more comfortable with it. Uh, definitely, if we can do like the remote, the Zoom call-ins or even over the phone whatever ways we can find and we're always looking for uh looking for maybe guests to have on people we know uh for both the regular podcast and the back issues which we have a couple things set up and we're looking forward to that um i guess i kind of had an idea that i would give a give a uh a chance to if i can find it here I guess I'm going to skip ahead and kind of make this last a little bit longer. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do on our uh, segment, the um, the back issues, is go over the big stories that we found interesting that we like talking about and that we can dissect and discuss and you know learn something new or introduce somebody or some people to uh, comic book stories that we just really enjoy that mean a lot to us. And another thing, <clears throat> it's not just the big stories that uh, that we like. Sometimes it's a single issue or a single panel or one scene or what have you about uh, a comic that you want to discuss. And uh, since we don't have a, we haven't had a chance to get into too many of those and there's plenty out there to cover, I thought maybe I'd just take this time to do one right now. 
given that it's wintertime here in Ohio and it's snowed a little bit. <clears throat> of course, the last couple of days has been almost 60 degrees because that's Ohio weather. Uh, the cover of this is, uh, this is X-Men 340. And uh, this is back whenever uh, Joe Madeira, <clears throat> Joe Madeira never got his name right. <clears throat> All I know is that he was terrible at keeping times with uh, comics, but he was an amazing artist. He still is. <clears throat> it's hard to find his work because he because he refuses to work and however he makes his money it's whatever <clears throat> but uh yeah he did the cover to this and the cover alone it shows Iceman holding his dad who's beaten up possibly dead and uh the title is A Son's Pain and uh a backstory about this what I could say is that in this I guess you could say this era of the X-Men um there was a character named Graydon Creed who was the son of Mystique and Sabretooth. And he uh, he was running for president in the comics. <clears throat> and uh, the X-Men obviously have many teams and many members. They sent a couple of uh, sleeper agents into his campaign. One of them was Iceman. And the issue starts off, and it's Iceman sitting by his dad's side, talking about himself. My name is Bobby Drake. I'm an X-Men. And says this is life, you know. This he made his life from this choice because of his abilities. <clears throat> People hate us, the usual spiel. <clears throat> and uh, another back, I guess, a little side note about Bobby is that his dad was a bigot. His dad hated mutants. He hated the fact that his son was a mutant. They reflected about that a little on that a little bit in the movies. <clears throat> so, anyways, he's in the hospital by his dad's side. His dad's in a coma, where his dad's just he's just heavily injured uh storm and gambit walk in and they asked him what happened so he starts to tell him and who did this and he just says creed and then it goes into the backstory of it him walking around one of the campaign sites looking around um basically having a lot of inner monologue there's an, a scene where one of these giant bodyguards <clears throat> grab him by the hand and uh Actually, one second. Let me show him. No, no, no. I'll take that back. This is Sam Guthrie. This is Cannonball. He was the other sleeper agent they sent in. And he's recounting everything. And again, one of the uh, bodyguards grabs his hand. And he says, I can think of about 12 different ways to remove his hand, half of which would allow him to keep it attached to his arm. Because that was one of the things is that <clears throat> X-Men, they taught you how to fight with or without your powers. <clears throat> Creed comes out, welcomes him in. And he starts talking to him about... Uh, <clears throat> starts talking to him about what went down <clears throat> or Graydon's talking to cannibal about uh, the things and kind of like testing him out. Like it's almost like he knows. And then storm and it flashes back to storm and Iceman, and Iceman's telling her the story of what happens. He's in the limo with Creed. Creed's got this monotonous, just judgmental pissed off look on his face, staring at him and uh, starts talking about, uh, starts, uh, uh, talk about solving a problem. And then uh, he points out to these woods and says, there, the, my problem's in the clearing. As he's running out there, the plane that they were going to get on takes off without him. <clears throat> he comes to the clearing, and there's his dad, beaten half to death. He grabs him <clears throat> and uh, flashes to the present time, and it says he's a brave man, and it's like, you know, who, uh, who would have known that he would have stood up for us like this because he found out that his dad was at a, uh, was at a, Creed rally actually protesting for the mutants. I guess this, you know, a lot of this has made sense for people protesting in the last few years. Only on, this is more of a 
comic book form. It's lighthearted in a way, but the message is still there. So it goes to uh, Creed and Cannonball, and they're talking about uh, dad, their fathers. And he's like, tell me about your father, Sam. Was he a good mate and good worker? And he goes into it because Sam's from a coal mining family. So am I, actually, <clears throat> my grandfather. And he just says, you know, talks about how he was a hard worker, um, done everything for his family, uh, actually died in the coal mines, and said that's probably what ended up killing him was the love for his family. And he knows who Creed is, and so he looks at him and says, what about your father? And you see him kind of shake a little bit. <clears throat> He's holding a glass, and it actually shatters in his hand because, well, he absolutely hates his father. And they have a little imposed picture of Sabretooth in the glass. The next glass is sitting there. <clears throat> And this part was, uh, I liked it, because back in the 90s, Gambit was one of my favorite X-Men. And uh, Iceman's dad wakes up, and looks at him, and goes, uh, you're one of my son's friends, right? <clears throat> and uh, Gambit's always been one of those characters, he goes, well, I never thought of it that way, he goes, yeah, I'm one of your son's friends. <clears throat> so he says, why do you do it? Because you're a good-looking guy like my son. If you didn't tell people you were a mutant, who would know? And he kind of, he Kind of tells a joke. He starts coughing. <clears throat> Gambit's like, are you okay? He goes, yeah, never better. He just has that, I guess, father humor. And uh, so he looks at him. He turns the tables. and He's like, what about you, Mr. Drake? And he goes, that's a dumb question. Because nobody asked you to go up against Creed for us. He goes, but you did. And he goes, that's a different story. In his own way, he's threatening my family and a lot of families. And it isn't right. And then Gambit said this. And it was always just, it stuck out to me because of who Gambit was. He says, that's the same reason we do it, sir. We fight instead of hide because it ain't right. <clears throat> and then they had this cutaway scene. It's still outside the hospital, and they know there's some mutants in there. It's this little terrorist group in a van, and they plan on attacking uh, attacking the room. They're going to kill Gambit, this and that. All of a sudden, something rips through the door, and it's just a really badass scene, I thought. And uh, when the next panel, it just shows Wolverine looking all feral with his uh, claws popped. And uh, one of them just says, you're Wolverine, right? And Wolverine's answer is, does it matter? And then you just see the van from the outside shaking because he probably slaughtered every one of them. And then it goes into Storm talking to uh, 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 Iceman outside. And they're just having a discussion about, you know, of all the people that stood up for me, why did my dad pick to fight for the mutants? And it goes into little stories about, like, you know, it doesn't matter why he did it, it's that he did it. And it kind of gives you that idea that just because you think you know somebody and they present themselves a certain way doesn't mean the inside they're making other decisions. That's how I would see that. And uh, they just have their moment in here. And I just thought this was a really great issue <clears throat> where they have like discussions about like fathers and sons and everything. Um, a quick takeaway or a side note from all this is it shows Cannonball in a bar and he starts getting. Uh, a voice in his head is Jean Grey, and they're like, you know, you know what happened to Bobby. We can take you out of this as soon as you want to. As soon as you feel threatened or as soon as you're ready to get out of there, we can just, we can, you know, do away with the mission. And uh, uh, I guess get you, we have an exit strategy ready for you. And then at the end of this, it just shows, <clears throat> he said, you know, he, well, he says that, you know, he's going to stick around. He's going to see it to the end. Uh, it goes back to the hospital, and then Iceman's like, I'm not coming back to the X-Men. I don't know when. It's just like, probably not for a while, because this kind of put things into perspective for him. You know, they tried something for the better. It backfired in a way that, you know, 
like they say about supervillains, is that they can't attack you, they'll attack the ones you love. <clears throat> and so it kind of changes perspective and the reader's perspective about his father. And uh, as they're walking out, it just shows his, you know, him grab his dad's hand. He's like, I'm here for you, dad. <clears throat> and I kind of, one reason why this meant a lot was like the speech with Gambit and you had the badass Wolverine moment, but it just, that little bit kind of, you know, you always, sometimes you can't put uh, things into words. <clears throat> oh, but the way they do it in comics, at least in my experience, because I grew up on comics, they do it for you. And that issue just alone is a little tidbit of what I was talking about, like single issues or panels or stories that, uh, that stick out. That was one of mine. <clears throat> I definitely have a few more. They can you know, rotate on like the heroic way of speaking or I guess just a better way of storytelling um, stories themselves. Um, just ones that will stick out. <clears throat> we plan on del uh, diving into quite a few of those in future episodes. Just wanted to, I guess, say, add a little bit more to this episode of updates. Um, I hope I did it justice. I hope you guys uh, check out that issue. It just... It, mean, it means a lot from a family perspective, a father and son perspective. So that's that. And um, I guess there's nothing really else to update on. Again, hoping to maybe do a midweek podcast, uh, see if I can throw something together. Uh, definitely want to try and record something next week. Uh, I'll see if we can throw anything else in there, some advertisements, some offers and whatever else we can get, uh, get on the ball. So, uh, that's going to be me signing off and I hope you all stay safe out there. Bye.